One, there's always going to be work to do. Set your boundaries or the company will set them for you. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast where we talk about Python, career and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to the PyBytes podcast. This is Bob Beldebos, and I'm here with a very special guest. Hey, everyone. It's Julian. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the podcast, Bob. As you all know, you probably know Julian <laughs> from PyBytes. <laughs> That's been a while, right? <laughs> It's good to be back, man. After two two episodes of uh, of not being here, two weeks, jeez, long time, man. Maybe people thought Robin was taking over permanently, right? Robin, <laughs> we love you, but you can't have my podcast seat. Okay, not happening, buddy. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, I've had a quiet couple of weeks off the podcast with travel and everything else happening, so it's been a. Uh, it's been nice to sit back and listen to our podcast <laughs> for once rather than As recording. a consumer, right? <laughs> exactly. It, just sit back, listen to it in the car, in the shower, that sort of thing. It's been good. But um, I realized that in my absence, it seems that code has taken over. Yes. There's some yes. mindset in there, but still, it makes there was me mindset sick. in there, bro. Makes it <laughs> no, it was great. There were a great couple of episodes. Give us some kudos here. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. But, you know, give me some more of that mindset. So, so I'm back and I'm going to enforce some mindset today. You have to be dangerous today. Mm, mm. I'm, I'm cranky. I'm frustrated. I'm on my high horse. I'm ready to, to dig into some stuff. You ready? Yeah. So what, what do you want to talk about? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a quote because actually, you know what? For context, everyone, you know, if you if you're a, a regular listener, you know that we talked about boundaries at the start of this year. I think January fourteenth or something of that, whatever date that episode came out, whatever. Uh, it, we said this was going to be our year of boundaries and about making sure we set boundaries with family, with work, with you know, making sure that we have time for everything. Now, I want to revisit this, and because repetition is the key to success, I wanted to talk about this again because... I like, I like uh -huh. your educational Oxford kind of <laughs> voice. When I'm being very proper, we talk like this. So, <laughs> uh, Go on, sorry, I had to, I had to call it out. No, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for acknowledging my impression. My accent is wonderful. So we we talk. We're going to talk about this again because I keep hearing things. I keep seeing things, and um, being typical me, opinionated me. It frustrates me. It frustrates me seeing the lack of boundaries with people, and it's from everywhere. It's not just me talking about one specific workplace or anything this is everywhere everyone that i come across whether it be family work uh through pie bites you name it boundaries just do not exist anymore and it is toxic and it is frustrating so i'm going to start with this quote from a very well educated friend that i've um had a meeting with recently who said to me when we talked about this sort of thing this this was a great two-liner it was one there's always going to be work to do set your boundaries or the company will set them for you. And I thought that was so 
profound, so intelligent, because it's true. If you don't come into the job with any boundaries, they're just going to set it for you. They're going to milk you for every second of time that you have. And especially, you know, not to generalize here, actually, I will generalize, especially the younger crowd, we tend to, uh, before we have families and stuff, we tend to really give that time away because we think that's how you climb the corporate ladder. That's how you get seen. That's how you become successful. Uh, and then those of us, when we eventually do have kids, some of us who if we decide to, those kids, those the family, they tend to put the boundaries, the hard boundaries in the line for you. At least that's how it starts. But then once you get that comfort factor going and that routine going, you hop back on the laptop after work, after the kids go to bed, that sort of thing. So it, it's in, in how, what's the word, Bob? Insidious. Insidious. It's insidious. It just creeps in and it destroys your routine. It destroys your relationships. So what are your thoughts on this, Bob? Yep. Boom. You have set the tone. Um, so yeah, we definitely want to give some practical tips, but, uh, I think first, uh, I selfishly talking, have to pre- having the privilege of this very special guest, want to kind of understand where this is coming from, right? Because uh, supposedly we sign a contract and it says like nine to six. And mm-hmm. so that quote is actually profound because it assumes that boundaries are not a given uh, and the company mm-hmm. is definitely not going to set them. So uh, sounds a bit abusive sounds extreme yeah. even so why where's this coming from is it like the mentality i guess slack is always to blame <laughs> yeah these nice tools <laughs> that always pop up expectations yeah where, where is this coming from i think what a lot of people uh, th- that's a good question bob thanks for asking it uh <laughs> No, I think a lot of people, it comes down to that feeling of, well, hang on, this company pays the bills. This job puts the food on the table. If I don't do exactly what they say when they say it, if I don't just toe the line and do it, then that that stuff is at risk, right? And uh, I can't remember what I was reading. I think, yes, I was reading a book. And, you know, there are three things, three instincts that we have as as people, right? We have the instinct to survive. There's the survival instinct. So we'll try to protect ourselves. Uh, We have the instinct to protect our young, right? And the third one is the instinct for social connection, whereas humans, right? We want that social connection. And the one that's at risk when we set boundaries that we feel that survival instinct is that first one. And also that's the the second one about protecting our children, our young, because we feel like if we don't do what they say, we're going to lose the job and not be able to survive, not be able to protect our families, you name it, right? But the reality is, and this is something I say to people very often, is that when you're talking about interviewing for companies, you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you, right? You're providing them with value. Just imagine you get to that point where you you realize that you're providing this company with value that without you, they're losing something. Now I'm a strong believer as well that you know companies especially big companies everyone's replaceable but you also bring a unique skill set you bring unique value to wherever you happen to work that can be irreplaceable so you need to find that balance so do the work put the effort in but set the boundary and set that expectation so on that note before I go down the rabbit hole we have a bunch of tips. We're going to split this up into a few tips. So, Bob, do you want to kick off the first one? Yep. 
thanks for elaborating on that. So um, yeah, a few tips here to to control this. Uh, one, I was actually discussing with somebody yesterday. It's very hard to set like an end time of your work, right? There's always more work, always reason to go back and check and, and email or especially that that kind of busy work. Mm. Um, set an end time and just set that expectation, I guess, to to no, let, let people know that at that point you end your shift. I think we definitely can talk about shifts in this case. And then don't check back. Go spend time with your family. Go go read. Go to the park. Go do you know whatever you want to do. And that goes back to the quote because the work will always be there. Like it's very rare that something needs your attention like right away, or a fire starts somewhere. Right? Um, yeah, can happen. And then obviously it will be called in. Then people can still call you. Right? Or mobiles. Mm. Um, 99 out of 100 that's not the case so switch off come back fresh the next day you will be more productive as well so set that boundary i actually set an alarm now in my phone to um go off at 6 30 i'm not respecting it every day but it's at least you know a reminder and yeah i'm I'm working on it i'm working on it and then i just switch off right and then i notice that the next day i'm better because i have that recharge in the afternoon and of course, yeah. the family demands it simply. So <laughs> <laughs> you'd be in trouble. No, that's that's a good one, especially because if you really think about it, that that as that that notion that we have to be available all the time. That oh, geez, if I don't reply to this message, the world's going to end. To be pretty blunt, that's just ego. That is one hundred and ten percent ego. To sit there and really think to yourself that. The world will end if I don't respond to this message that the company is going to fall over, the team's going to suffer. Not a chance in hell is that going to happen because there is always someone else. There are people paid to be online right now. So right now there are people online from the EU during business hours that they can handle it. And if they can't, then you got a problem. So, But it's not your problem, right? You need to set those boundaries and you can't take the weight of the world on your shoulders. It's not not healthy. So. That leads me on to step, uh, not step two, but uh, number two here, which is learn to negotiate, you know, negotiate the work that you're doing, negotiate the potential uh, perceived requirement that you need to be online at that time, that you need to continue after your shift or your day technically ends. So if your day technically ends at five and you find yourself still working by 6.30 or 7 p.m., there's a problem there. What are you doing differently? What are you doing wrong? What is not working well? You know. Um, so yeah, I think that that's another tip: is talk to your manager, talk to the stakeholders, and, and again, set that end time, negotiate the work, make sure it's actually the stuff that's important, and it's not just busy work for the sake of you know just doing it. Yep, and and apart from. Yeah, really having clarity what's part of your job description. Also see, maybe there's a bigger issue at hand. Like maybe you have to be training engineers and that's not officially part of your job description. Of course, you like it because you want to help people. But maybe there's a training issue and they need to bring in an instructor to do that, right? Why do they put the burden on you, right? So yeah, really look at like, am I working? So A, is it part of my job description? B, and I'm actually solving a bigger issue that management is just not willing to uh, to address. Mm. So those were the next two, which is great. <laughs> the next one yeah, was... I just is took this... them all. 
<laughs> so to, to categorize, <laughs> to split them up, the first one from there was, uh, is it really part of your job description? You know, making sure you're doing the work that you should be doing. And uh, the second one, is there a bigger issue at hand? Is there a training issue? So really good call outs there. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate you um, ruining the flow. Uh, so <laughs> Let's give it a dry, man. Give it a drag. <laughs> All right. So this this one here, number six, this one is, I think, an important one that we don't often think and definitely don't take this action. But for those of you with people in your lives that are affected by your work, so I'm talking about partners, families, kids, you know, it could even be your parents, could be your best friends, whatever. Check in with those people that are closest to you and actually have that honest conversation. Are your hours affecting them and how? And understand that it matters. You're not the only person, odds are you're not the only person in your life that your presence affects. And if you are fortunate enough to have people in your life that that care about you and are impacted by your busyness and constant, constantly being switched on, then take take note of that. Take heed of that and realize, well, what's more important, the the constant, incessant hours of work or those people who are here for you day in, day out, who want to be there for you but can't because you're just always on conference calls or traveling or something like that. Yeah, and the last tip is automation. Like, look at trends where you're doing the same thing over and over again. And I think a great example of this is documentation, right? If you constantly have to explain things to other developers, well, maybe you should improve your documentation. Uh, last week, we spoke with Sebastian, and he's a great. His projects are exemplary in this space. I think he will prevent a lot of questions because he provides excellent documentation with fast API, SQL model, etc. Yeah, and to add to that, it's also just about automating the stuff that's taking up your time. So if you do that, you know, we've mentioned in our productivity course before, which we'll link in the show notes, uh, gives you lots more tips than you've you've got here, but. Uh, Talk about a time audit. Like maybe you're just doing the stuff that is the regular day job, but maybe there is a lot of time being wasted throughout the day. And maybe there are some tasks that can be automated, right? The example, quick one, uh, Excel work. There's always something you can um, automate when it comes to Excel. There was certainly something I was doing recently that I realized, okay, this can totally be automated. And I wrote a script to take care of it. And it probably saved me one to two hours every time I had to do that task. Right. So really important to throw your Python skills in there as well into this to, to really help you out, because at the end of the day, those boundaries are so important and ending at that end time is going to free you up to do everything else that matters to you. And getting into our coaching side of things, this is where you start to work towards your goals. When you set that boundary at 5 p.m. and you actually switch off at 5 p.m., you've got another five, six hours perhaps in your day that are suddenly free and guilt-free to focus on you and the people around you, your relationships, your goals, all the things that matter. So this is where you can say, pick up the guitar, or you can work on learning something new in Python so that you can go for another job. This is what opens doors for you. This is where you network. This is where you do all that stuff. So really important, again, just to find, wrap this up and have a conclusion here. This is why it's so important to have boundaries and that people who don't have boundaries stagnate. This is where they stagnate. They find themselves in the same position five years later, no growth, just more stress, less hair, 
more or more gray hair um, and just burnt out and that is not where you want to be especially these days with the world in such a haphazard um off kilter state so there's the i'm going to step off my high horse give me one sec i'm going to get a bit shorter now okay i'm off my high horse i'll stop my my soapbox i think jim Rohn said now work as hard on yourself as you work on the job and that's really profound because you know it's very tempting to always deliver more but at the end of the day you know you're not going to be in that job forever and especially these days the mm. length that people are at jobs is decreasing right yep. so you always have to think about yourself and your future growth and i think it's kind of a blind spot we have that in the moment we just don't think that at that longer term vision right mm. um, but you have to already plant those seeds today to have that great future in 10 years exactly right so it all comes back to those boundaries people you got to get there and and make sure you're protecting yourself protect the asset look after yourself don't burn out and uh you know don't devalue your salary if i'm going to throw some cash in there especially these days with the increasing interest rates and stuff don't devalue what you're earning the second you put in an extra hour bang that's a drop to your hourly wage so do the math, figure it out, and uh, see what it is that you're giving away for free. So, so people go. that are seriously struggling with this, where should they go? What do we have for them? We have the productivity course. <laughs> That's the first thing. Go through that, build some good habits, do some exercises that we have in there to really analyze your day, analyze the way you're tackling your work, get some understanding about how it all works, and uh, implement some changes. Super practical course. We even have role plays about negotiation. Oh, yeah. Uh, check it out. Yeah, it's a good one. And then come and talk to us about coaching. That's what I'm going to say to everyone. Just <laughs> come to us for some coaching. That's what we do. Yeah, because it's twofold, right? That's like with the freed up time, you can start working on your goals, as you said before. And it means mm -hmm. app building, right? And yep. on the other hand, you also have a weekly mindset call where you talk about this stuff, right? Don't you? Damn right. Damn right. And then it might even free you up to do something new so and different. And that's that's the exciting part of it all. And with that, Bob, I'm going to ask you as we wrap it up, reading quickly. The missing readme and robust Python. How can you read a missing readme file? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yes. that came recommended by Heather uh, in PDM. So thanks, Heather. Sorry, Heather. And, uh, <laughs> and it's a good overview what you get into when you um, get into a developer job and, and do this professionally. So it's, it's a great overview. And Robust Python, I picked that one up because as far as I know, it's the only in-depth book on type hints at this time. So I'm getting pretty excited about type hints, what they mean for, especially after last week with Sebastian, uh, what they mean for code quality and all that. And yeah, the opportunities it opens. So I want to learn more. And next week, we're also going to talk a bit more about that. So stay tuned. What about you? Yeah, more tech stuff on a tech Sorry. podcast. Oh, I tell you. What are you um, <laughs> What am I reading? Uh, yes, I'm reading. Uh, now, this is a book I, I started. i got to admit, I, I didn't finish it. I started reading it a couple of months back, and I picked it back up and really been inspired by it. But I'm reading The Insider's Guide to Culture Change. And uh, it's just really nice, um, easy read. I actually don't know why I stopped. I think it was just travel and stuff. But uh, really great read on on just building culture that is much more about people 
essentially about putting people first. And I, I really, really love that. So, um, yeah, just, just my kind of jam. And I think, uh, everyone should give it a read. It's very quick. I was just going to say that's, that's, that's your jam. <laughs> putting people first. Exactly right. Awesome. Okay. Well, look, Bob, thank you for having me back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed back in. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll be off next week, I imagine. So um, with our special guest, I probably won't be here. So I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> Take the break. Yeah, even if you week. want to, it's probably uh, outside of your time zone. So no, see, I'm putting the boundaries in, man. Yeah. There's no, oh, no, no, I'll be sleeping. That There's no chance I'm waking up for that. So you two enjoy and uh, give them a hug for me. Awesome. All right, Ben. <laughs> All right, everyone. Good thank you up. so much for yeah, and thank you everyone for listening and tuning in. As always, we appreciate you. Uh, we love your feedback and uh, look forward to being back next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. And as always, any suggestions? Info at pipebit.es, and we'll be back next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to pybyte slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show and to join our thriving slack community of python programmers go to pybytes slash community that's pybit.es forward slash community we hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode